Mabuhay! I'm Ro and welcome to the Broke No More podcast where we explore the intersection between living a sustainable lifestyle and being financially literate so that young progressives like myself can align with their values without going broke. The next episode are under the True Cost series where we will go beyond the numerical value of our financial decisions especially on spending. It is inspired by the movie True Cost, which explored fast fashion and consumption. And for today's episode, we will be discussing insurance. So in this age and time, we often hear the term financial freedom, but there's so many various facets to it that involves different topics. And one of those topics that often pop um, pops up is insurance. So for today's episode, sasamaan tayo ni Marielle. Marielle is a YCLE Academic Fellow on Social Entrepreneurship and Economic Development at University of Connecticut, USA uh, during fall 2016. She's an assistant professor in management at the University of the Philippines Visayas Tacloban College, also a research associate in the Swedish International Development Cooperation Agency, a licensed financial advisor in AXA Philippines, a youth and women-led social entrepreneurship advocate, and a small business owner of various brands in Samar and Leyte. Hello, Marielle. How are you doing? Hi, Ro. Thank you so much once again um, to the team behind this initiative. Thank you so much for making this platform. It's a privilege to be with you, Ro. Of course, Marielle, we're so happy to have you and excited to have a conversation with something that I think is very um, important nowadays even for young people, which is insurance. So Mm -hmm. since our topic today is insurance, can you give us a glimpse or what do you do as an insurance agent? And also, is it the same when we say financial advisor? I also hear a lot of from my friends, like they Mm -hmm. get somehow confused when people introduce themselves as financial advisor. Some people find it vague. So can you give us a glimpse on that? Thank you. Actually, um, people, insurance agent now are usually called financial advisors. But really what FAs or financial advisors do, uh, as for myself, um, we conduct financial planning. We help our client plan on how to achieve their financial goals. So basically ako, whenever a client or um, a prospect or a friend or a family member wants to reassess his or her financial situation, so I usually conduct financial needs analysis before I really offer um, an insurance policy. Kasi gusto nating makita kung ano yung current financial situation niya and ano yung gusto niya, ano yung mga financial goals niya. Kasi an insurance policy should bridge the gap between what you have now and what you want to have in the future in terms of your financial goals. So aside from financial planning, I also do financial needs analysis and then one-on-one financial coaching as well and usual admin works na, uh, na ginagawa ng mga financial advisors who educate our clients regarding insurance and debunk mga misconceptions about insurance Kasi, let's face it, marami pa din yung mga misconception, di ba, about insurance. So, yeah, so basically, that's um, what my day-to-day looks as a financial advisor. Right. And Mariel, 
um, there's a lot of insurance, no? Merong life insurance, health insurance. So, um, when we say policy, does it usually entail all of these or um, quite specific? And also, usually from your experience, bakit kumukuha ng insurance ng mga tao? Or at some, right now, what's popular? What's the common trend? When and who usually um, get insurance? Okay, sige. So, isa-isahin natin yung questions mo, no? So, first, ano yung iba't-ibang klase ng insurances? Kasi madami talaga. And when we uh, when a financial advisor says, says a policy, hindi siya directly na... Uh, kasi madami na talagang kinds of insurance. So, um, oftentimes, we hear about VUL or variable unit link. Yun yung may portion of your premium na ini-invest natin sa stock market but there are also traditional insurances yung ini-insure is yung life ni client there are also health insurances and and also non-life or general insurance with the company i am representing may mga policies kami detaching or offering those different kinds of insurances so later on siguro maybe i can share kung ano ba yung iba't life insurance but to answer your question when is the best time to get an insurance i can say na as soon as you can as soon as the client is independent and financially able to do siguro i can say na once you started working or start working get an insurance kasi mas cheaper siya when you are younger and you're physically fit and insurances kasi nimi-measure niya yung risk mo for example late ka na nag-start ng insurance an insurance company can say na baka higher na yung risk mo for mortality so diyan din natin binibase yung premium mo so nagiging expensive or oh, nagiging expensive yung premium ng insurance so better to start as soon as you can if you are independent and financially capable to do or to get one madami naman ding mga affordable insurance plans in the market nowadays kasi insurance companies are continually developing new products innovating new products para mas madami tao yung ma-reach ng insurances na hindi lang para sa mga may kaya or para sa mga higher income earners yung insurance but it should be for all great tama so you suggest as soon as someone can have the means to mm-hmm. pay or like get an insurance regardless i believe it's also very personal no as mm-hmm. you mentioned there's a lot of different packages or how they structure these policies that yes. can um, match Um, wherever in life or stage in life the a person is. So, can you give us a glimpse, like just an idea from a very layman's point of view, paano nagagawa yung magbabayad ka ng premium pero kapag may nangyari, malaki yung makukuha mo? Okay. So, basically, how insurance works is when a client um, pays a portion of his or her premium, pinipull yan ni company So iniipon niya lahat ng clients niya um getting the same policy or similar insurance package and diyan kinukuha yung possible na claims or kumbaga in layman's term para siyang paluwagan if you are familiar with that na parang a group of people usually nagbibigay ng 
a certain amount, may time or period na may isang member na kukuha ng share niya. So, um, insurance company in layman's term can somehow work like that. So, yung premium na binibigay mo, binibigay natin kay insurance company, pinupul nila yan so that when a certain client needs or need to create a claim, meron tayong panghugutan. Kaya yung mga policy contracts natin, based din sa, sinabi ko nga kanina, sa risk ni client or sa health um, lifestyle ni client, health habits, company mismo yung nagkukompute or nagsasuggest ng possible coverage na pwede ni na insurance company ibigay kay client based nga dun sa mga sinabi kong um, lifestyle, age, etc. Great. Gusto ko yung sinabi mo, Mariel. Parang mm-hmm. it's a new point of view now pag ide-describe ko siya. It's a systematic and structured paluwagan. Tapos <laughs> <laughs> parang ganun yung concept niya. Yan yung nag-share yung mga um, group of people so that the risk will be shared to others as well. The, the risk will be minimized. Diba? Parang yun yung logic din naman ng paluwagan. Diba? Parang we are sharing a portion of our income or a portion of our savings. And then when someone is in an uncertain situation, pwede silang makapag-loan or makapag-kunin nila yung share nila. And then iikot. Diba? Parang iikot yung time kung sino naman yung pwedeng makakuha ng benefit. Alright. So, Marielle, for you, how about for you, how did you start being interested in insurance and sustainability? So, parang saan ba nanggagaling yung hugot mo? Tinatanong ko din sarili ko about this, no? Pero, I can say na Ever since kasi when I was in my undergrad years, since I studied management, may mga um, financial management, managerial accounting kami na subject. So I always got interested with this concept ng, ng insurance kasi very foreign din siya sa akin, especially coming from a very small town here in Eastern Visayas. Kasi we are very accustomed na magsisave lang sa bangko, ganyan. So, when we have extra money, parang i-save lang talaga sa, yun, yun lang yung option natin. So, I saw it as an option. Ay, may ganitong palang option for someone like me na parang I am saving like a portion of my income. For example, for my health fund. Kasi hindi din kasi ako nanggaling sa may kayang pamilya. We are just an average income um, earner, my parents. So, very strict din yung budget namin. So, um, ever since when I am in college, masasabi kong I'm very budgetarian. Thankfully, by discipline ako to handle my money and finances and usually I am the go-to friend of my barkada kung gusto nila ng advice about how they can budget and something like that. So, when I graduated and started working, umuha ako agad ng insurance. Hindi pa ako naging insurance advisor na or financial advisor but I have a colleague who is. So, nag-ask ako and then I started my insurance when I started working around 20 years old. And then my interest with it kung paano siya nag-work kasi gusto ko ding alamin for my own sake. Ako mismo yung pumunta sa branch and then nag-ask pa, paano ba maging kagaya ninyo? Kasi anyway, nagiging advisor naman na ako ng mga friends ko so I want it to look legit 
di ba? Na I am licensed to give advice. So my interest grew from it kasi I really want to discover options on how to save, on how to budget, on how to invest my money and something like that. Kasi very accustomed lang ako na when you say savings, sa bank lang natin pwedeng ilagay. Doon na nag-start yung interest with insurance and with sustainability naman, I am a management student and I also got exposed to social entrepreneurship when I was in my third year, fourth year um, college. And also, that's the time na nangyari yung Typhoon Haiyan, Bagyong Yolanda dito sa Tacloban City and our region was really badly hit by the typhoon. So, yun, parang nakita ko dun yung opportunity to educate people. Dun ko nakita na really if wala tayong safety net, if we don't have the first line of defense when uncertainty happens, yung internal shock is masyado tayong maapektuhan. Lahat ng assets natin, even savings, makukuha if wala tayong safety net. So, isa din yun sa hugot ko, why am I doing this advocacy as well? That's so admirable, Marielle, no? at such a young age na you got that awareness and maturity. And admirable also, so ever since you were in college, ikaw na yung ate, or at least your friends see you as the ate to go uh, for advice about finances. So that's cool. So since Broke No More is promoting awareness in finding the intersection in living a sustainable lifestyle and being financially literate, uh, we know that um, insurance companies, they grow money, they invest in different companies so that they can get claims from those earnings. And some insurance companies invest in fossil fuel or other not-so-environmentally-okay projects to grow their money. In this setting, and also you mentioned about Haiyan, which had a big impact during that time. I don't know what year was it again. 2012, no? Mm-hmm. Um, so it shows how the environment has such a big impact economically in the lives of the people. So... I think nowadays, companies are being more aware of these things. So according to the 2021 Ernst & Young Global Corporate Divestment Study, 58% of insurance companies plan to divest within the next two years. So in terms of divestment, do you want to discuss this, Marielle, or what do you think about divestment in general? Actually, I, I would like to correct. It's 2013 pala, November 8, 2013. Siguro mga magsa-second year college ako noon, yung nangyari nung typhoon hayan. So going back to divestment, actually insurance companies right now are really becoming con- environmentally conscious and really acknowledges the impact of climate change. Kasi isa din yan na limit with the insurance company's ability to scale the business since if um yung location or yung area, for example, here in the Philippines is high prone to storm or typhoons, um, somehow naapektuhan din yan how insurance company um, underwrites if a person from that area would like to get insurance policies. Same sa mga high danger zone na, na areas or may mga man-made na, na chaos na nangyayari. May ganun na system or process yung mga insurance companies na aside from age and habit or lifestyle, yung 
area din kung saan nanggagaling si client. May process din yan na ginagawa yung mga insurance company when they underwrite policies. That's why insurance companies are really taking into consideration environmentally conscious measures to do business sustainably. And when we speak divestment, it means that they are reducing as well support or investment on companies who are not in line with environmentally conscious measures or they are also withdrawing their monetary investment in companies na may malaking contribution sa climate change. Usually, common insurance companies that we have here in the Philippines are part of the net zero asset and they have a commitment by 2050 to contribute to um, reduction of climate change by changing um, or, or altering transactions in how they do their business. They are very particular with, for example, transitioning all processes online so that we can save papers or really they are focusing on reducing emissions by cutting energy consumption and etc. Right. So for our viewers, uh, yeah, you mentioned, Marielle, that some of the big insurance companies in the Philippines like BrewLife, Manulife, AXA Plans are members of the Net Zero Asset Owner Alliance or it's a UN-convened member-led initiative of institutional investors committed to transitioning their investment for portfolios to net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050, as Marielle mentioned. And it's consistent with a maximum temperature rise of 1.5 degrees Celsius. So, Marielle, like, um, can you share with us if any, like, are there any industry secrets that you can share or maybe something not everyone knows? In terms of industry secrets, siguro I would like to debunk some misconceptions na lang with regards to getting insurances. Kasi even until now na there are a lot of insurance companies are emerging in the Philippines, no? May mga clients pa din ako or prospects na, na nakakausap na yung tingin nila with insurance policies na parang para siyang utang na kailangan mo siya munang bayaran before nila maklaim yung benefits which does not work that way. Kasi um, when you get an insurance and upon um, day one of approval, even if your premiums paid is only like a quarter or for example, um, only three months or one month, as long as ma-approve ni, ni insurance company yung insurance policy mo, you are already entitled of the um, benefits written in your proposal or in the contract of your insurance. So, may mga ganong misconception eh na parang pag nakakausap ko si client, pag sinabing 10 years to pay or 15 years to pay yung whole life insurance nila, akala nila kailangan nilang tapusin yung 10 years or 15 years bago nila makuha yung benefits, which is not the case. That's why masasabi talaga namin as financial advisors na having an, an insurance policy can really give you a peace of mind kasi as long as ma-approve ni company, insurance company yung application mo, you are entitled of the benefits written on your proposal na even if one month pa lang yung nababayaran mong premium or even if bago ka pa lang. So yun yung isang misconception na gusto kong i-correct kasi madami yung hindi sila open to talk about it kasi may ganong misconception sa kanila. 
And sometimes may factors din yung insurance agent mo or yung financial advisor mo. Kasi sometimes, let's face it, kasi yung insurance industry, it's a commission-based job. So may mga agents, hindi naman natin generalize, but may mga tao pa rin na parang they are very focused on sale or in selling rather than educating their clients. So, um, maybe later on, pwede natin pag-usapan kung ano nga ba yung mga red flag. So, Mariel, since inspired ang segment na ito sa katagang Born with the Silver Spoon, dito sa Broke No More, we try to find the intersection, as we said, of sustainable lifestyle and thriving finances. Alam naman natin na minsan iyong sustainable lifestyle can be said to be expensive or para lang sa may kaya because um, we have the impression or people have the impression that those sustainable products are pricey. Nonetheless, we would want to ensure that living a sustainable lifestyle is possible without going broke. So for full disclosure lang ng ating privileges, Mariel, we would like to know the color of your spoon. Ito ay base sa inyo iyong Cluster, parents' educational background, educational background yourself, employment status and background, and your other financial obligations like your role in family finances or baka may binabayaran kang kotse o bahay. Gawa-gawa lang naman namin ito so you don't need to be pressured sa iyong pagsagot. For me, I am currently not supporting any other family mm-hmm. and have small passive income from my small business. Although right now, I'm still in med school, but I'm lucky to be well provided by my parents. So I think I'm in the upper middle income class. So I will still consider myself na nasa, to have a bronze spoon. So mm-hmm. Marielle, if you're comfortable to share... Um, What's the color of your spoon, given the factors that I mentioned? Actually, I can think of any color right now. Yung, yung first color na nag-pop up sa akin is yellow eh. Kasi siguro I'm a very um, positive person. Ako yung parang tao na pag pinatuhan ng problema or challenge, I always see the brighter side na, okay, learning to sa akin. Or okay, I can, I can face that. Um, let's see kung paano ko to lalagpasan. Parang I'm that kind of person. Eh. So, siguro yellow kasi it's a happy color. Hindi ko din naman sinasabi na yellow kasi happy din yung financial status namin. Sabi ko nga kanina na I am born ng average income or middle income earner na parents. So, my mom is a housewife and yung tatay ko talaga yung nagpo-provide for us. So, meron din akong apat na kapatid. So, we are five in the family. Although, I am the youngest, pero as early as college, parang yung process sa family namin is nipinoprovide lang kung ano talaga yung need. So, yung mga wants namin, kami talaga yung dapat dumiskarte to be able to afford that or kailangan talaga namin mag-save para makuha namin yung mga wants namin. So, ganun yung income cluster namin growing up. Siguro right now, nakapag-level up na kami somehow kasi my, all my siblings are all professionals as well as ako since I am the youngest in, in my family. Although my 
malaking financial problem na nangyari sa amin when my dad got diagnosed with kidney failure and then COVID pa yung naging reason din na nawala siya sa amin last 2020. So, malaking pagsubok din yun sa amin financially kasi unfortunately, nung time na working pa yung dad ko, hindi na-introduce sa kanya yung insurance. So, yung nangyari, yung mga family members, tulong-tulong para, you know, mga hospital bills and other bills for medication. So, yun yung parang isang malaking hugot ko doon ko din why I am pushing this advocacy to others as to educational background I am privileged naman to be able to study in premier university um here in in the Philippines so sabi ko nga kanina I am that kind of person na if my opportunity ako to learn I really maximize it and kung may possible ways to increase my income I also seize it so that's why siguro masasabi ko ngayon na my spoon is color yellow kasi I'm continually exploring other options that I enjoy as well and nasamahaw is uplifting the way of life na meron ako ngayon thank you Marielle for sharing yeah based on your story uh, from learning or being curious about um insurance at a young age and also your impressive bio i feel like you're a person ang dami-dami mong ginagawa and very active and bright <laughs> so i think it's perfect how you describe it with the yellow color moving on thank you for sharing again So now that we talked about insurance, um, how it's important, we also mentioned earlier how insurance companies fuel climate change and some of their plans on divestment. How about the other way around? How does climate change affect the growth of insurance companies? Yes, I think I mentioned earlier during our conversation that insurance companies are affected If the effects of climate change really affects the insurance company's clients, kasi syempre parang nagkakaroon din yan ng parang disruption in terms of the insurance company's finances and etc., Although may mga reserve, reserves naman and, and also may mga initiatives din yung mga insurance companies to help yung mga areas na prone to to storms or prone to calamities and etc. Yung major talaga na effect ng, ng climate change is the way how the um, insurance companies innovate their products. For example, we can relate din naman yung nangyaring healthcare with COVID, di ba, to climate change. Correct me if I'm wrong, but for me, somehow, with the lifestyle of the people, you know, yung the effect with the climate change, parang may effect din yun sa nangyari ngayon. So, parang insurance companies are also pressured as well to innovate products that can also help people. For example, may madami na ding mga policies na kailangan nilang i-divert yung mga benefits to COVID-19 or nagkaroon na ng mga for example, claims to vaccination and etc. It's also how insurance companies are affected. So yung how they do business, it's really affected with climate change kasi, you know, kung ano yung nangyayari with our environment, every industry is affected. Right, Marielle. So what we're saying here 
is because of the effects of climate change in the world. There is a pressure on the businesses or these insurance companies to have systematic packaging mm-hmm. or better policies, sabi mm-hmm. mo nga ng underwriters, to create a better package for everyone. Does that just serve the customers, right? Mm-hmm. Also, like, they want to be sustainable as a business mm-hmm. at the end of yes. the day. They have to innovate to serve the needs of the clients in order for them to scale. Yeah, so we're saying here na yung increase ng health risk because of the climate change. But in your opinion, Mariel, because I've seen a lot of articles online, no? Like, if you're somebody from, let's say, a high-risk zone for mm-hmm. calamity and things like that, how does it affect you as somebody who's interested to get an insurance? I'm asking this because there's some articles also online no, saying na merong mga companies I would not prefer to work on certain zones no, that are high-risk. What's your thoughts um, on that? Yes, that's actually true. I think na na-share ko na kanina na insurance companies are also particular with the level of risk of that area when they underwrite insurance policy. Um, hindi naman na hindi na ina-accept or hindi na possible na ma- ma-enforce or ma-approve yung policy. Let's say na bias with regards to high-risk zone or even mga conflicted areas or yung mga insurance companies. Kasi since yung insurance is really dependent or based on risk, may situations na possible na ma-disapprove yung mga applications ni client. So, hindi din naman gusto yan ni company but they need as well to adhere that for their business para ma-insure din yung ni insurance company. And also, with regards to human resources, parang napipigilan din si insurance company na mag-scale or mas makareach ng madaming tao kasi may limitations with regards to high-risk areas or conflict area, war conflict areas or mga areas na may mga man-made distractions or chaos. Nagiging limitation din yan with regards to approving insurance policies. So I guess if ako who wants to get insurance and also to anybody who's listening, for example, for home and car insurances, we have to be extra careful or I guess to check if the climate hazards are part of our coverage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So looks like we really need an insurance, lalo na if, we can, if our current funds can't cushion the blow of emergencies. So ito siguro yung tinatawag nating safety net, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Maria, ano pa yung tinatawag nilang buy term and invest the difference? Alright, so itong tinatawag natin na buy term and invest um, the difference, it's actually also known as BTID, parang short term for it. It's more of a strategy than a specific type of insurance. I believe kanina, I shared short glimpse about whole life insurances na when you purchase a whole life insurance, for example, may certain period of time lang yung insurance company na you need Need to pay and then you are covered for your whole life. So yung tinatawag natin na term insurance, you are only covered for a certain period, let's say five years, and then 
when the term ends, magsisis na din yung coverage mo. So, the term by term and invest the difference. It's a strategy kasi when you're buying term insurance instead of a whole life insurance because term insurance are term life insurance premiums are more affordable than the whole life, you can use the money that you will be saving from getting the term insurance and invest it to more a higher investment vehicle or high return investment vehicle like invest directly to mutual funds, tax, or forex. So it's a strategy na instead of buying a whole life or whole term insurance, bibili ka lang muna ng term insurance where you are covered for a certain period of time and then invest the difference to other high return na investment vehicle. Parang ganun siya nag-work yung tinatawag natin na BTID. Yeah, my Maria. So, ito bang sinasabi nating BTID? Is it often or common sa mga policies right now that we can get in big insurance companies? So, hindi talaga siya type of insurance. A strategy lang siya. Usually, ginagawa ng mga clients who know how term insurance works or how whole life insurance is more expensive than term insurance. And I don't really encourage it kasi, for example, um, if you are thinking long-term or if you are conscious with in the long run with in terms of your safety net, uh, mas maganda pa rin yung whole life insurance kasi you are only um, required to pay for a certain period and then covered for ka na for your whole life instead of a term insurance na kapag mag-end term mo, magsisease din yung coverage mo for it. Although mas cheaper siya kasi syempre mas maliit yung time na namamanage ni company yung risk mo, di ba? So, that's why it's cheaper. Pero if you are also thinking long-term, mas magiging cheaper than for you yung whole life insurance kasi you are only asked to pay for a certain period and then covered ka na for your whole life. Right. And I think, Maria, some also say that if you want to, this is an opinion from others as well, that mm-hmm. if you want to invest like in those, like the ones that you mentioned, Um, they and also encourage to invest directly on that. Yeah, if you are the type of person na high yung risk tolerance mo, then go ahead. But if you are really the type of person who prioritizes peace of mind and at the same time yung financial freedom, make sure na meron ka ng emergency fund and at least a life insurance before really taking the risk to invest sa mga high risk na investment vehicle kasi sabi nga natin di ba um, with high risk although there's a high return but also the risk na hindi siya maging malago is also there but make sure na meron ka munang um, emergency fund short term emergency fund and then life insurance so that when uncertainties happen hindi mo din mauubos yung naging claims or naging proceeds mo with your investments, di ba? Yan din kasi yung common misconception na, ay, hindi ko kailangan ng insurance, mag-invest na lang ako sa ganito, ganyan. Mas sure yung return or mas higher yung return na possible na makuha ko. Yes, that's true. But then, if something happens with you, mangyayari is magagamit mo din yung naging proceeds ng investment mo. So, make sure na you have a life insurance. It's the first priority when you are 
talking about financial freedom, at least you have a safety net na whatever happens, hindi ako huhugot sa bulsa. Tawag dito, hindi maapektuhan yung savings ko. My first line of defense tayo when we encounter financial struggle or financial emergencies. Right. I love that, Marielle, how you said that. Now we have to have the basics before mm-hmm. we try if we're high-risk appetite, no? Marielle, so what do you think if we're looking for an insurance plan? Ano yung mga dapat naming tingnan or siguro mga terms na dapat namin alamin? And the answer to this question is it really depends on what the client's current financial status and what the client's financial goals. Me, as a financial advisor, hindi lang ako kasi basta-basta na, oh, you need insurance, ito yung magandang plan for you or policy for you. I release to it na alam ko kung ano yung status ngayon ni client, if sustainable ba for him or her na kumuha ng ganitong policy, may mga instances kasi na kahit malaki yung sweldo, let's say, may magandang career si client pero may mga responsibilities din siya with his or her families, di ba? So parang yung nagiging residual income niya na lang or income to spend is hindi na ganoon kalaki. So I also assess that if magiging sustainable ba kay client. For general, if you are looking for an insurance plan, make sure that the riders, it's the supplemental benefits, are really what you need or it complements your needs. May mga clients din ako na nakakausap na they already have, let's say, an HMO provided by their companies. So siguro, if I'm just an agent or financial advisor na I'm just after with my commission or sales, lalagyan ko talaga ng mga riders, supplementary mental benefits para mas malaki yung magiging premium ni client. But see to it na yung plan mo complement with what you're currently have. Kasi kung meron ka ng HMO, pwede na yung plan na kunin mo wala ng hospital income or wala ng hospital allowance, for example. Kasi may HMO ka na eh. So make sure as a someone who's looking for an insurance, you know your needs. Hindi lang tayo mabubudol. Actually, for my perspective, mas maganda na kakaunti lang yung riders kasi riders are renewable. For example, mag-end na yung payment period ni client na matapos na yung payment period niya for his um, plan, let's say 10 or 15 years, magsisease na din yung supplemental benefits mo unless you intentionally renew that. And sometimes, sinasabi ni financial advisor na covered ka na until age 90, but no. If it's a VUL policy, kukuha siya sa investment proceeds mo. For example, if hindi ka na nagbayad after your payment period, 10 years or 15 years, let's say. Instead of you paying for the premiums of your riders na kinukuha na yan ni insurance company sa investment proceeds mo. And then, if you want to add on hospital income, critical illness, or disability rider to accidental benefit, you purchase a separate health insurance na comprehensive din. Nagiging okay kasi tingnan, di ba, na may madaming riders. Pero 
in all honesty, parang nagpapalaki lang yan ng premium. If you have a spare cash, mas maganda na kumuha ka na lang ng life insurance with a V, for example, VUL na purely life insurance lang without riders. And then if you want to have a comprehensive health insurance, get a separate policy na lang. I always suggest na read your insurance policy proposal first. Make sure na naintindihan mo. And if may mga clarifications ka, just ask your financial advisor and dapat may educate ka talaga ng financial advisor mo. Kasi your financial advisor will be with you for your whole life. I... Right. And another question, Mariel, would be, but in terms of companies naman, and siguro sa... Um, agent na rin. How do, are there things that we need to require or at least know to make sure na hindi kami masascam or biglang baka magsara ng company? I think this is a very valid question because it actually happened before. No, I think it's more of educational policies, some sort of insurance mm. like that, that we hear from um, other people. So, um, what's your thoughts on mm. this? Maybe for your financial advice or insurance agent, um, maybe you can just Ask for an ID if affiliated talaga siya with the company he or she is representing. Kasi may mga instances kasi na parang um, yung kakausap sa'yo is just the partner of your financial advisor, for example, kasi nagtutulungan sila, something like that. So in insurance industry, dapat yung kakausapin talaga ni clients is a licensed financial advisor. And dapat may code siya sa na license siya ni IC or Insurance Commission. And then, for companies naman, kasi yung mga major insurance industry, uh, I mean, insurance companies here in the Philippines are already backed up by financial institutions. Maganda din siyang um, identifier if yung insurance industry mo ba or insurance company rather can be sustainable in the long run kung maganda din yung partner niya na financial institution. Kasi usually yung mga insurance companies na nagsasara before, usually these are stand-alone na insurance companies na wala silang financial institution na partner na magmamanage ng funds nila. So, yan yung tingnan natin, yung history din. Ano yung track record nila? Thank you so much, Mariel, for those very useful tips for me and of course, sa mga nakikinig, um, parang need ko nang i-revisit ang aking insurance plans. So, before we go, we have some quick fire questions. So, for you, Marielle, green financial literacy is? Um, green financial literacy for me is being able to acknowledge your current financial situation and also know your financial goals so that we can know what needs to be done, ano yung right option for us to bridge the gap between what you have now and what you want to have in the future. And Marielle, second favorite sustainability and or finance content? It can be in a book, content creator, mm, movie, or anything. Yeah, the top of my mind is yung first finan- finance book or business book na nabasa ko is Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki because it teaches us the cash flow quadrant. People get accustomed na sila to what they are currently earning. No, um, instead of focusing na wala tayong 
budget or limited yung budget natin, think of ways to increase your income as well. And it also tackles our psychology of money, the way we react with money, di ba? May mga babasa tayo, may mga narinig tayo na money is evil. But really, it's how we react to money. And I think that's a good foundational book if you want to level up your understanding with financial literacy. Um, it's a good book to start. Right. Love that book as well, Marielle. Um, and also, lastly, where can we reach you? You can reach me, search me in social media, Mariel Serdanya Obregon. If you want to get to know more about financial literacy or get idea of what product that best suits your need if, to achieve your financial goals. And also through my email at obregonmarielx at yahoo.com. All right. Thank you once again, Marielle. And in this episode, just to sum it up, um, we learned that simply put, insurance is like a systematic and structured paluwagan so that individual risk will be minimized. It works as a safety net for emergencies. And as soon as you get an insurance, get an insurance so that you can have higher chance of being approved and lesser premium to pay. Insurance companies use your premiums to invest the money. Most of the insurance companies have fossil fuel projects but have limited to transitioning to more sustainable projects within a set timeline. And climate risks affect insurance coverage, so you may need to check the contract if climate-related risks are covered, the type of insurance to get, strategy to implement, and inclusions to ask depend on your goals. It's important to read the fine print of your contract and don't hesitate to ask your financial advisor like Marielle or your insurance agent. And make sure you are transacting with a credible financial advisor Ask for the license of your financial advisor and their company. It's better to check the track record of your financial advisor based on their history and sincerity. Better if your family knows them so they can facilitate the claims faster. Hope this will help you in your journey towards being broke no more. Always remember our collective financial decisions shape the world. Let's move our relationship with money towards creating a just, humane, and sustainable world. See you next episode.